0: Together, we will win. Now, here's your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Dremisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks. Welcome. This is FM 961 AM
1: 1170. The Answer. <clears throat> California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. Try Cali Key. Cali Key convert your AR pattern rifle into a bolt-action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Got legal matters that involve anything gun related? Give our attorney a call, John Dillon. Red flag laws, gun registration questions, gun transportation or storage questions. Call our trusted firearms attorney, John Dillon. 760-642-7150. Or go to this website at Dillon Law Group LawGP.com. That's Dillon Law. GP.com. So, Mike, what's going on with these magazine legal decision? We're not talking about road and track.
2: No, no we're not talking about Cosmo. We're talking about uh, normal capacity uh, magazines uh, that were banned in California and have been banned for a while, and they've been slowly chipping away. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a huge decision last week. We're going to actually have Attorney John Dillon come on next week and go into it in depth, but I wanted to touch on it. The Duncan versus Becerra case. So, what happened was, you know, they have these... uh, At first, they they said, all right, well, you can't import them. You can't uh, buy or sell them. Um, Then they said, you can't take possession of them. These are magazines that hold more than 10 rounds. Um, And then they passed Prop 63. And part of Prop 63 was, you can't even... Even if you own them legally already, you can't possess them legally. It was outlawing uh, possession of something that that you've, you've, uh, uh, you know... You've taken uh, uh, it's possession yours. of. Yeah, it's yours. It's your property, but they said, oh, now it's illegal. So you can't even possess it, even though you acquired it legally and you've it. So use what are you legally. supposed to do with them? Well, that's a good question. They said you could either alter them so that they're not, they're, they can't hold more than 10 rounds, or you got to get rid of them. One of the two. That was it. Those are your options. Or become a, uh, a uh, I don't think it was a felony, but become a criminal, basically. So, uh, Virginia Duncan, who's actually a San Diegan and a fantastic lady, is the plaintiff, Duncan, Duncan versus Becerra. Becerra, of course, is California's attorney general, went to court, and if you remember Freedom Week, uh, Judge Benitez said, yeah, these are. Uh, it's unconstitutional to ban a part of a gun because guns are protected, so uh, you can't ban a, a crucial part of it. And of course, a magazine is a crucial part of a gun. Try shooting yeah. a gun without a magazine. It doesn't right. work. So, um, she went to court, went to court. Uh, the, uh, we had freedom week, you know, we had one week where the, the judge said, yep, you're this unconstitutional struck it down. And then he put a stay on his own order or he, he put an, I should say, put an injunction on his, on his own, on his own decision. And, we, and it went to a three-judge panel for the Ninth Circuit, ninth circuit Court. And the three-judge panel just came back uh, with a decision on Friday. The panel affirmed the district court's summary judgment in favor of plaintiffs cha- challenging California Government Code 31310, which bans possession of large-capacity magazines that hold more than 10 rounds of ammunition and held that the ban violated the Second Amendment. So it wasn't just a decision saying, oh, well, G-commerce clause and, you know, whatever. They went right for the jugular and said this is a violation of the Second Amendment, which is an enormously uh, strong uh, judgment. And it's extremely uh, important. It, it, you know, like I said, it wasn't some nuanced little tiny piece of, you know, it was, they said, no, this is a violation. So of what the Second can, the, Amendment. what's the left going to do? Well, okay, so, so that's the big question. So where are we at? Because people want to know, hey, can I buy a, a magazine or can I not buy a magazine or what's going on? So basically, I wanted to uh, clarify that right now, uh, the California DOJ just came out and uh, gave a, a briefing to all the FFLs and said that it's, it's, it's not basically it's not in effect yet, that the decision came out, but it's not in effect yet. They have until August 28th to decide what they're going to do. Now, some of the options are they could—it was a three-judge panel. They could put it in front of the entire Ninth Circuit so that they could uh, possibly uh, do what's called an en banc, which is— Well, that makes no sense.
1: Just be—OK, okay, so it didn't go my way, so let's go another way.
2: Exa- they, that's exactly what they could do. Um, or one of the other things they could do is they could uh, fight it and say, hey, we're going to go to the Ninth Circuit. Or they could just say, OK, well, that's the decision, and then in, in the Ninth Circuit— which includes most of the West Coast. Um, it is illegal to ban magazines. Well, you know that isn't going to happen. Man, who knows? Who knows what's well, going to happen?
1: So optimistic. <laughs> who knows what's going to happen? What did you have the, for lunch? I got to
2: say, this decision has painted them into a pretty big corner. There really oh, aren't. It's not a lot of good because uh, if they go to the Supreme Court, they know they're going to lose. And if they lose... If the you know, Supreme Court will listen to it. it well, great. Right. But if but if they get in, they know they're going to... I mean, this is a really strong... Now, I wanted to talk just to take a couple minutes, too, because uh, San Diego County gun owners uh, played a small part in this. Um, we uh, we, well, we were a part of what's called an amicus brief. And an amicus brief is a letter to the court explaining, hey, this is why you should rule this way. Or that way. Or that way. Now, amicus briefs can be very focused. They can be very broad. Typically, they're pretty focused. And they say, hey, this is, this is a little sliver of why we believe you mm-hmm. should uh, rule in this way. So we were asked by Firearms Policy Coalition uh, to take a look at an amicus brief. Um, and uh, possibly be a part of that amicus brief. Uh, long story short is, you yeah, know, and this is something we take very seriously. And it's kind of you kind of wonder, well, so you, amicus briefs—do so they really work? Are they really effective? You know, how much does the court pay attention? Well, we analyzed this amicus brief. We we worked with Firearms Policy Coalition. Now they did all the heavy lifting, but we were a part of the uh, amicus brief. Um, and it turns out that the decision by the court—there were three judges. Uh, the third, the deciding vote, by the way, was put in onto the court by President Trump. So elections have consequences. Mm-hmm. Elections matter, um, and uh, they adopted a big chunk of uh, in in their decision uh, a big chunk of our amicus brief. And and basically, so so everybody, a bunch of people submit amicus briefs, right? You know, for or against whatever. And then it's just kind of a buffet. You know, the judges go, well, I like this and I like that. Not really interested in this, not really interested in that. Well, the court spent several pages of its analysis considering whether the magazines are, quote, dangerous and unusual. An issue argued only by the Amicus brief that, that we were very happy to partner with uh, with Firearms Policy Coalition. In addition to finding that the large capacity magazines are commonly used for lawful purposes and thus and thus necessarily not dangerous and unusual, the court engaged in a historical analysis, finding that quote firearms are greater than, firearms with greater than ten round capacities existed even before our nation's founding and the common use of large capacity magazines for self-defense is apparent in our shared national history. So they as they were looking at this buffet of reasons to, to rule, you know, against the state of California, they decided to take a big old heaping uh, you know, spoonful of our amicus brief and say, Yeah, this is this is exactly the reason we're gonna rule this way. So instead of ruling, you know, based on commerce or some other kind of weak they said they went right for it and said wow. this is a violation of the Second Amendment and uh, they used well, and a there's big been chunk no of our proof,
1: proof. There's been no proof these magazines have caused any more deaths or incidents than if it was a lesser capacity magazine.
2: There's really no... There's nothing signed... In fact, they've... yeah, there's nothing that 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 there's says nothing that. that they and can fall back no, on. No,
3: people have looked at that, and it doesn't. It never goes anywhere because it no. doesn't matter. It's no. it's just not relevant to it. Because I can kill it's, you
1: with one bullet.
3: Yeah, and reloading is very quick and very easy. And sure. and you know they always want to go back and look at these people who do the mass shootings and stuff. And they're well, all using ten well, round magazines. It, it doesn't they're matter. They're
1: just looking. They're just trying to find anything and everything they.
3: But I tell you, well, it's, it's very unusual though for the for the Ninth Circuit to yeah. make that strong of a statement. Um, so you know to actually come out and say it's it's unconstitutional you can't do this and it would not have happened without Trump. you're absolutely yeah. period right. There's, yeah. there,
2: that's not even up for debate whether you like him or not it whatever you, whatever tweet you know makes you angry or whatever he's changing. Uh, the Ninth Circuit Court, he's changing
3: courts across the country well, how many for
2: the better. How
1: many has he already got in? Over, over 200,
3: minutes. I think. No. Over 300. No, two, well, I heard over 200 anyway. I heard
1: 300,
2: 300? Yeah. Right. Hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, in fact, you know, not having uh, high-capacity magazines, that's the term that California uses. Of course, we all know them as normal-capacity magazines. Mm-hmm. But having the uh, more ability to defend yourself, uh, arguably, mm-hmm. um, uh, Helps people uh, defend yeah, themselves yeah. more than it than it than it helps uh, criminals. So it's crimes. not even an argument. Not even an argument. We're very happy though. We're going to have to wait till August 28th. We're going to bring you the latest. Uh, check out San Diego County gun owners. Get on our email list, and we'll tell you exactly what happens on August 28th before you can before you can buy. But Absolutely. I want to update, everybody. Well, Good glad, news
1: because I got lots of emails and texts. People asking me that question. Yeah, wait till August 28th. All right, all right. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio on
0: FM. AM 1170, The Answer. There's more Gun Owners Radio with Dave, Joe, and Michael to come on The Answer San Diego.
1: All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio on FM 96.1. 1170. The answer. See, I'm always waiting for car music, you know. I didn't know that was our intro music. Brandon is so creative. Hey, what's the best defense for self-defense in those horrible new full red flag laws? Firearms Legal Protection. Firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline. Let them provide the lawyer for you. Call Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at FirearmsLegal.com. 469-310-9100. Home mortgage interest, interest rates have dropped. And if you're looking to buy a refi or if you're considering a reverse mortgage, call the local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. And for nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Give Chris a call at 619 722 One three zero three, or just go to primeres.com backslash alpine. All right, who's our guest?
2: We have a very cool guest. He's been on the show before, and we we were so excited and happy to have him that we uh, wanted to have him back. Brian Allendorf from Academy down south on the border there. Uh, A very, very cool um, training facility. They do uh, training for uh, civilians and military and law enforcement and all kinds of cool stuff. Brian, are you there?
1: Hey, how
4: are you?
2: Good, man. How are you?
4: Oh, we're living the dream in the heat today.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet. You guys are down off the, uh, down off, right on the border. You guys are, I'm sure it's it's nice and steamy hot down there, isn't it?
4: I think, uh, yeah, we have Tatiana Whitlock in town this weekend. I think her and the girl and the gun crew are having a good time on the range today. A little bit of
2: heat. So. That's fantastic. So, tell people, give give everybody the 30-second the, the uh, commercial on Academy. Tell everybody who you are and what you do.
4: Uh, yeah, so Academy, we're a large facility. We're down in Otai, and we like to train military, law enforcement, federal agencies. Primarily, we train in pistol training, probably shotgun pretty soon, and tactical medicine for everyone. So and that's, that's kind of where we're at at the moment.
2: Yeah, and it's a very cool facility. You've given me the tour. I, I love it. You guys are getting some really uh, very cool, big national names to come in and do Training. You we were just talking about Tatiana. who's there this week? Um, but uh, so, who, so, is there anybody you want to preview that's coming up? Anybody you want to reveal yet, or do you want to, or maybe talk about some people that came in the past?
4: Well, I mean, we started out in March with Pat McNamara, and, and everybody knows him, and he was incredible. And we're working on him for 2021, so we'll see. Um, we've had Tatiana down. Now this is her second go around. She's coming back again in November. Uh, we had Rick Hogg two weeks ago, maybe I'm losing track. of
2: Yeah. Um, We interviewed him. He was great.
4: He's amazing. Um, But previewing up in October, I know we got a lot of new uh, concealed carriers. So we have, I'm excited about him. He's probably not well known out here because he primarily trains in New York, a guy named Ken stretch from stretch tactical. Um, He's a SWAT officer back in New York and he's doing a covert carry class and a low light pistol class in October 17 and 18.
2: Nice. Now, if people want to know about your classes, uh, you know, we try to promote when we can, but where, where else, do you guys have an email list or what, what should they do?
4: So for my guest instructors, our Instagram is the absolute best place to follow them. And then for our organic classes, just uh, www.academy.com. But our, uh, our Instagram is academy southwest, all one word. And uh, that's where you'll find out where all of our guest instructors will be.
2: And academy has an I on the end, not a Y. They wanted, to, they wanted to make a challenge. The... <laughs> okay, so today we wanted you to talk about your uh, 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 tactical med training. Can you can you talk to us a little bit about the, why is it important and what do you guys do and, and tell us what we need to know?
4: Absolutely. So tactical medical training, kind of backing up, pretty much the focus of everyone is on weapons, you know, pistol, rifle, shotgun. Then you branch off and you got a certain amount of people that are training hand to hand. And we say there's three legs to that and medical is the third one. So if you have all three, you're pretty much a complete product. Um, so we offer different variants that so we do TC3 for military and law enforcement. Those go anywhere from three days to eight days. Um, then we have a little bit more condensed version for civilians called TECC. But it'll get you everything you need to know, especially everyone running around with their medical packs on their gun belts. We'll teach you how to use everything in there.
2: So the, the three legs are firearms training, so lethal lethal force, so you'll be able to defend yourself yep. if you need to use lethal force. The second one is yep. hand-to-hand, so in case in case uh, in case you got to punch somebody in the eye, Dave.
1: Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> better take the class. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So and, that, and then the third one is after you've uh, possibly used lethal force or after you've uh, dotted their eye um, is to patch them up or patch up whoever they hurt that forced you to have to defend yourself. Is that is that those are the three legs?
4: Uh, yeah, those three legs will make you complete, and they don't have to be used in particular order. I mean, you could use any one of them by themselves. Uh, I would dare say medical is the one you're most likely to use. I've got four small kids at home; I'm patching them up constantly. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I
1: was saying what you said, Mike. First I patch him up, then I poke him in the eye. <laughs> I've right?
4: actually... And
2: I've seen some amazing video online of law enforcement who get into an altercation, you know, and they're attacked, and they have to use, uh, you know, lethal force. They oh, have yeah. to, you know, shoot a guy. Immediately start patching the guy up. Yeah, I know. And yeah. I mean, that... I, I can't even... You know, if somebody tries to kill me, I would imagine that my – I mean, if somebody cuts me off in traffic, I get mad. And that's the last thing you're going to do is go patch him up. Well, I mean, when you think about it, like how much of a professional do you have to be to put your emotions aside and go, hey, this guy just tried to kill me. I stopped the attack. I can now save his life. Well, it's called training. It's amazing. Right, Brian?
4: 100%. And I would dare say, I mean, in our state, even if everything's super clean, and you, heaven forbid, have to use a weapon in your house, and that individual's still breathing, if you can patch them up, it's going to look good in a quarter walk.
2: Yeah, it sure is. Okay, so talk about patching them up. Like, what what exactly do they learn? Because you know, first aid his, his uh first aid technology has has gone through the roof in the past ten years. I mean, it used to be. You know, do you have a, you know, uh, you you know, take off your shirt and take off your belt and, you know, Mm -hmm. good luck. But now, I mean, there's all kinds of products that you can buy and carry and use. But talk to us about, like, what are we actually going to learn if we come to the class as a civilian?
4: Yeah, so you kind of hit it on one of them is kind of that mindset you have to be in. And I hate using the term mindset because if you're carrying a weapon, you should be in it all the time. But, you know, being able to act that's really important of, you know, you see an auto accident, you know, I don't know how many times people drive past them. If they get CPR first aid, like you drive past you to stop, um, you know, being able to deal with maybe one of your loved ones injured. So we're going to get you into that mindset of to act. Then we're going to teach you everything that you need to know. So anywhere from gunshot wounds, how to patch that up, how to apply tourniquets, scrapes, bruises, bumps, splinting, um, you know, cause this isn't just for, you know, getting into firefights and shootouts because it's pretty rare that that's going to happen. Got a lot of outdoors people. You twist an ankle hiking, that can turn catastrophic if you're out there by yourself. So we're going to teach you how to do much more than advanced, you know, CPR and first aid.
2: Joe, you used to do search and rescue, didn't you?
3: Yeah, and ski patrol and a bunch of other stuff. And I had a an EMT certification for about 25 years. And and it's interesting because um, you know we recertify every two years for the EMT. And they, they never talked about gunshot wounds mm. the, that whole time. And, you know, you talk about everything else, and it's just a matter of dealing with it like you would deal with anything else. But always, once I got into the firearms and started learning more, I, I thought that was unusual that they don't ever talk about specifically gunshot wounds.
2: So, I mean, that's a fairly high level of, of, of medical training, search and rescue. You, you, I'm sure you learned a,
3: a ton of things. But how much did you apply that to your everyday life? Well, we used to use that a lot. And again, it's like Brian was just saying. I mean, I'd, I'd stopped a number of times at, um, at traffic accidents. Yeah. I stopped at a motorcycle accident um, up on 52 one night. And, uh, you know, and I think I was the second or third person there. And it's interesting just talking to people, you know, going through and going through the basics, doing the assessment, talking to the person that got hurt is is extremely helpful. When I was walking away that night, once the medics got there, the guy was yelling, thanks, Joe, thanks, Joe. You yeah. know, And I really didn't do anything other than to go through and do a basic assessment, explain what I was doing, and, and just talk me to calm him
1: down. And calm him yeah, down, Yeah, it's,
3: uh, you know, when you're injured like that, it's anybody helping you is, is just, you know, you just can't wait to see the next somebody come to help you know
2: i you know i was a boy scout i didn't quite make it to eagle and you know um i don't know you you, you know you can all the cool kids can poke fun at, at boy scouts oh, but, no. but i gotta tell you their first aid training was outstanding yeah. and it really truly when you get this kind of knowledge um it changes the way you live your life yep you know it uh you know so, something happens uh you no longer feel helpless mm-hmm. you don't feel confused you don't feel scared you know how to react. You right. jump in and say, okay, you know, here's, you know, to answer some questions, you know, stop bleeding, right. you know, et cetera, et cetera. So this stuff, you know, enormously important, uh, not just in, like you said, Brian, a shootout, but everyday life.
4: Sure. hundred percent. I mean, that medical training comes in to play every day, all day. You can always use it. There's always opportunities abound. You know, you're in a mall, you're, you're walking, you're hiking. It's, potential is always there. And if you can, of assistance, it's huge to someone. Yeah.
1: I throw up first. <laughs> and then I jump in to help. Well, at least, you know. I have a very weak
2: stomach. <laughs> but at least you get to it. My wife always says her job is to call 911. And she does it very well. And she does it very well. <laughs> she said, you know what? She, somebody's, tra- she has training. Yeah. Somebody's bleeding or whatever. Her, she said, my job, I, she said, I know my job is to call 911. Somebody else out there with some knowledge and some training and, you know, whatever. They'll handle the rest, yeah. but my job is to call 911. I say, all right, great, we can handle that. Yeah, that's good. We know our part. Um, so we're going to go to break here, um, and uh, but uh, can, can you stay over, Brian, and talk a little bit more? Sure, absolutely. That's all awesome. Right. And now it's Brian from Academy, and uh, we're going we're gonna to be right back after the break here and, and talk more about some of the medical training.
1: That that's he'll. right. We're on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The
0: answer. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, educating you on your Second Amendment right. Now, here are your hosts of Gun Owners Radio, Dave Stahl, Joe Jermisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego.
1: All right, folks, welcome back. This is FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Well, thousands of new buyers just found out what San, Dieg and San Diego shooters already knew. AO Sword Firearms in El Cajon has the widest selection of guns in the county. A.O. Sword has hundreds of new and used guns and everything you could want for an AR-15. They are also professional gunsmiths with a full machine shop. They can clean, repair, upgrade, or even customize your gun, including Cerakote, A.O. Sword Firearms, and El Cajon. Check them out at aosword.com or just call them at 619-749-4867. And our special guest is
2: Brian Allendorf from Academy down on the border. Here, we were just talking to him about uh, tactical, uh, um, uh, some of the tactical medicine classes they have. Yeah, I was just we were just talking off air, and I, I just said that I was a Boy Scout when I was a kid and learned first aid. I think it was probably m- like meeting number two, and I was like eleven, and they split us up and they said, "All right, you guys go learn how to tie knots, and you guys go learn how to." Tied tourniquets. Uh, Tied whatever. And yeah, first aid. So I went to the first aid class because my buddy's dad was teaching it. And my buddy's dad was like, he was like seven feet tall. And he was cool. And he was cool. He was a, he was a green beret in Vietnam. So uh, I thought he was the coolest thing ever. And so I was like, yeah, let's do that. So I'm in this first aid class and he starts talking about like, all right, well, you know, you you know, tourniquets and whatever and blah, 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 blah. And then he kind of starts going into gunshot wounds. Uh, And he starts talking about how, of course, you know, the Montagnards used to put, uh, you know, let uh, flies land on the wound and they'd let maggots and they'd eat the bad, but one of this whole explanation of how these Montagnards in Vietnam would handle gunshot wounds and make sure they didn't get infected and everything. And I'm like 11 years old. My eyes are huge. You look across the room. All the other 11 year olds are are cool. (laughs) So that was that was the introduction to first aid for me was. uh what happens, how you can use maggots to uh, clean uh, a wound from an AK-47, which is something every 11-year-old needs to know. Absolutely. But anyway, I don't know. That's probably not something you guys teach, though, Brian,
4: is it? No, we don't get into that, <laughs> that uh, skill for training. No maggots but,
1: uh, 101.
4: <laughs> no, well it's gotten, gotten a little more advanced since then. I mean, there's just so many different types of tourniquets and so many different types of clotting agents and packing agents. So kind of one thing we like to do is let you use them all cuz you know maybe one tourniquet works for one person and not the other and we're going to give you a good scope of what you should buy and what you should carry cuz some things just don't work for some people um so it's yeah we we run the gambit on pretty much what's available and what's recommended Hey Brian we have,
3: what do you guys suggest uh, for people to, to carry you know as an everyday kit uh, I was first day wise
4: So by no way are we sponsored by these or am I promoting anything. There is a fantastic kit um, from a company called Active Carry, and they have a whole bunch of different carries, but I would say carry what you're comfortable with. I wouldn't carry more than what you're capable of using. Most of them have tourniquets and gloves and stuff to, you know, patch, patch some scrapes and scuffs like that, but um, more advanced ones will have clotting agents like Quick Clot, stuff like that. Um, you know, advanced gauze, advanced pressure bandages. So I would say carry what you're comfortable with and what you know how to use. Because we find that down in the gun range sometimes. I usually ask the question and get these – I get students with these huge packs on their back and they like, you know how to use that? And they're like, no. I mean, well, you just wasted $200. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So your your class, you you guys give uh, all the equipment there, all the, the different uh, – I say technology, but maybe that's a little intimidating. It's just that, like the quick-clot – and even tourniquets, um, you know, have, have come a long ways, and in, in, like I said, just about the last ten years. So you guys have all that equipment, all the stuff, and all the fancy packs, and all the little, um, what are they called? IFACs, right? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first aid individual kits. first aid kit. Yeah, all the individual first aid kits. Um, you have all the equipment there, and you teach them how to. You know, I'm assuming that's tourniquets and quick clot and and bandaging and like the I'm like the 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 seal for the chest, all that other stuff, right?
4: We we teach all that, you know, there, and we teach two different variants, one for military law enforcement because they need a little bit higher level of training. I mean, we've taught mobile blood bank for certain military units in the field. So we can go very high, but the important thing that, to stress about it is you need zero medical experience to come take a class. And
1: how do you know what to teach? Do you, once you get the group in the room, do you sort of, do a little survey as to see what, how high or how low you need to go from a medical point of view?
4: No. And I got a prime example and hopefully he doesn't mind me mentioning. but we had miles from tactical hive come down cause he was interested in, um, tactical medicine. So I'm like, Hey, we got a tactical medicine class and he had very little to no background and he left out of there very capable. He was, he was amazing. Okay. So we, we, we don't really have to do too much assessment cause we don't, even military and law enforcement students that come to us have very little um, background, and the classes we teach for people with backgrounds like, a, you know, Air Force Pararescue or, you know, some higher-level um, military medics that we'll train, obviously our level of training is higher, and they're going to get a lot more broad-scope stuff. Um, but for your average everyday, we don't we don't really have to do much of assessments. All ground up, you know, zero to hero. Right. Two days or whatever package you take.
5: Well,
1: because the general public probably there's ninety nine or ninety five percent of them have no clue. Um,
4: Hundred percent. But in two days, we can get you very capable. Yeah, you don't have to
2: have a you don't have to have a science degree. You don't have to have a a degree in biology. This is not this. None of this is hard. It's just knowledge that you have to acquire and and practice and learn.
4: Right. And our methodology, we're not real big on classroom. Um, you know, we, most of our instructors are still active duty, actually. Um, so we just kind of learned over time. So we spend maybe 10, 20% classroom doing, you know, PowerPoints. The rest of it's hands on. And that's where most people learn, especially when you're trying to learn something like that, how to, how to apply a tourniquet. I can't show you a PowerPoint. We just have to try and we have to do them. Um, so we do about 80% of labs and it's a lot of hands on work. And if you have a good willingness to want to learn, piece of cake. You're, g- you're going to walk out of there with a certificate and it's nationally recognized and everything.
2: That's cool. That's very cool. I mean, you know, you could be a, you know, a nursery school teacher or just a mom and a dad or or, or whatever. I mean, this is all kind of, you know, kind of basic adult stuff, you know, kind of, you got to learn how to, you know, balance your checkbook and, you know, put gas in your car and and you really should know how to patch somebody up if, if something goes sideways you know or or how to i don't know you know how somebody starts choking somebody passes out you know somebody uh is in a car accident you 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 know this is stuff you just gotta know to be a capable functional uh you know adult in society i think
4: yeah and you know with everything going on in society like ems and and law enforcement response times are probably going to be less Uh, you know capable civilians are going to be Hopefully, kind of the new norm going forward is is kind of our vision. And if you can bring medical to the table, you can use it every day. So, how often do you have these classes? So, we have – I got two TECCs set up September and October because we run a lot of other contracts and we do a lot of other private – Instruction for specialized military units. Mm-hmm. So right now, I've got two civilian courses set up one in September, one in October. I'll probably do one more before the end of the year. So I'll make it three for the end of the year.
1: What's the capacity of the class?
4: Max class size is 12, which is wow. perfect. You're going to get a lot of hands on with our instructors.
1: All right. And
2: do they have do you have to have any kind of equipment going in or is everything provided?
4: Everything is provided.
1: And wait I'm, a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, he said hands on. Yeah. Do I have to bring a barf bag? <laughs> Is there blood? <laughs> Am I going to see an open wound?
4: Um, not for the civilian class.
1: Oh, thank God. <laughs> You'll uh, be all right, Dave. What are, yeah, what are we looking at price-wise, if you don't mind me asking?
4: Yeah, the civilian class is 550 bucks for the two days. Okay. And you might have some wounds if you follow Tactical High. When he came down, he took a bunch of pictures. We do hire professional um, Hollywood experts. Uh, FX crew to come down and make up wounds and make up injuries for you to treat. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, wow. well, that's cool. I'll still throw up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, add a little bit of feel well to it.
2: Well, Dave, just wear that shirt, and yeah, you if, if you do throw up, no one will be able to tell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, I'm wearing a psychedelic 60s M&M's candy shirt, so that's where it's at. Perfect.
2: <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, do you have, what, have a success story? Do you have a story about somebody who came to the class and you know, and, and on their way home or you know, something like that, or, or, you know, what's your favorite success story about, about someone, a civilian, uh, having, uh, you know, medical training, uh, like you provide.
4: So interesting story. So we've up until now, we've only offered the TC three military version of it. So in having miles come down, he's like, Hey, is there a civilian version? We're like, yes, there is. He's like, I, you know, we are having the same conversation together. So these are going to be the first civilian variants we're going to be running. Now, we've had some success stories from military units, but I can't get into them on the on the air.
2: Okay, well, of course, sense. yeah. Well, what's your background? Tell us your background. How? how what did you have to go through to, to be able to teach these classes?
4: Yeah, so my background, I'm a 20-year Navy veteran. I started off as a search and rescue swimmer. and my first 10 years, I did search and rescue, and I hunted submarines, and I ran radars, and then... Fast forward, I was a search and rescue instructor. Then my last, eh, quasi 10 years in the military, uh, we had some specialized helicopter units that did special operations support, so I went into that. Um, after that, I retired. Then I got into uh, working for Academy in 2015 as an instructor and then um, got my TC3 stuff there. So I had a good background from being a rescue swimmer to go into it. but. Now I'm so busy running the place I hardly ever get to teach. So, so I, I, I let my instructors do that. So oh, yeah.
1: if you have such a, a small class size, how important is it to get online and get registered?
4: I, I would say lately with how things are going, because weapons classes, I I think our handgun one and two, we had, I, I run a max class size of 10 on those, and I had a waiting list of 14. Mm. So... I, I'd imagine with tech medicine, it's get under as soon as you can because once I hit max capacity, I do not go over it. Right, right.
1: No, I, but I, I only want to bring that up because you know how people like to procrastinate.
4: Oh yeah. So I would say first come, first serve. Bring a friend, bring a wife, a spouse, even kids.
1: Really? What what age groups? How, how young?
4: Um, as long as they're capable, I would probably say in your teens.
1: All right. No capable. day. No daycare. And,
4: <laughs> no, uh, as long as they can sit and kind of comprehend what we're throwing down, and and be able to stay focused for you know an eight-hour day or so.
1: So it is. It, I was just going to ask you. So each day is like about eight hours,
4: roughly eight hours. But we train to objective, not to time. So oh, I see. If it's- longer to get it we might take a little longer to make sure you have that knowledge gotcha
1: awesome
2: so it's academy.com is that where they go a c a d e m i.com is that is that right
1: that is correct excellent he's very happy that he spelled that right because <laughs> no. he's really been worried about <laughs> how to spell that <laughs> on air all this pressure
2: <laughs> i know the pressure was just really uh, unbelievable well that's awesome brian thank you so much
1: yeah thank you for everything you do and folks it's just another part of living in this crazy world and that's to be able to take care of yourself and others. Uh, we need to do more for other people and this is a perfect opportunity to learn. Thanks buddy. Appreciate having you on. Oh, pleasure guys as always. Alright, we're going to take a quick break when we come back. Oh yes, there is a whole lot more right here on Gun Owners Radio. This is FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. AM 961, AM 1170 The Answer Hey, what's the best defense for self-defense in those horrible new red flag laws? Firearms Legal Protection Firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans just for you Check out Firearms Legal Protection at FirearmsLegal.com or give them a call at 469-310-9100 That's FirearmsLegal.com all right, this segment is brought to you by The Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue, hours of operations, Sunday through Thursday, 10 to 7, and 10 to 10, Friday and Saturday. Go to thegunrangesandiego.com, and you can find out all of the great features and opportunities they have for you at The Gun Range San Diego. And don't forget to visit them on Facebook and Instagram as well. Well, I think we've got Jason in the on the line. Do we, Jason?
5: You do. What's right. up,
1: Dave? Just living the dream. What are you up to, brother?
5: Yeah. Oh, keeping busy. Real busy this time around this week. Uh, we got a shipment of glocks in yesterday. We got 10 Glock 17s, if you could believe it. Wow. Uh, they're all gone, of course. But uh they uh they, yeah, we got them. That's a so great sign.
2: 10 Glock 17s. Uh I know you posted that on social media. How long how long did it actually yeah. take to sell 10 Glock 17s?
5: Yeah, it took about it took
2: about four or five hours. Four or five hours later, ten Glock seventeen's yeah, gone. That's it. They're now honestly, gone. if, if you gone. if you you know, two years ago or you know
5: Yeah, how yeah. long would it take to how sell how long those? would
2: yeah, how long would ten Glock seventeens take to sell?
5: Uh you know, a few a few days. You know, typically a few days. You know, on, on a regular day and normal times a year ago, you typically sell three, four or five guns a day and that's it. Um nowadays, you know, if you have any practical nine mil pistol or forty five pistol whatsoever, uh, or even forty, you know, you, you sell it immediately. Uh, it, was, it was it was it was something else just to see him just disappear. But the, you know, but I it mean, was.
2: a year ago, ten Glock 17s, would have, they'd have sat there because you, you'd have had a, a you know other uh, it'd be okay. like a week it, it, at it, least it, it, a week, it, it, you know, yeah, five
5: That's... five days to a week, yeah.
2: And you feel like all ten of these folks? Do you feel like uh, it was their their first gun?
5: Uh, I'll be you know, I want to say most of them, if not all of them. Yeah, it was their it was their first gun. They they looked like Charlie when he gets the golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Willy Wonka. But uh yeah, and they, they must feel like it cuz finding one of those is it, it really is like winning the lottery right now. Yeah. <clears throat> That's
2: amazing. But, uh, yeah. How much how much yeah, notice yeah, yeah. do you guys get? I mean, do you know like uh, or, or is it just kind of a hey, you, your distributor says, "Hey, we got 10 Glock 17s coming, so get ready." Or is it like
5: Christmas, you open no, up a box and Oh, it's Christmas! Wow, it's, it's, it's like Christmas. You, you, when it when it comes in the door, you know one of us scrambles in the back and then rips open all the boxes and you know anything that's like any, any guns, we input that immediately. And uh, if it's something great like Glocks, we let people know on social media, and they go, they fly out of here by themselves. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got um, still running low on ammo, still running low on nine mil. Uh, we got more coming in all the time, but. People buy it faster than we can replace it, Uh, just like the guns. Now, I'm really glad the fact that these Glocks came in, that that a batch of 10 came in is a great sign. Uh, It's a great sign for the industry. So it looks like it's starting to come back a little bit. Uh, I'm really happy that we had it. We actually had another batch of Glocks the previous week, maybe eight or nine uh, Glock 23s, I think. And, yeah, same thing. They just disappeared. But it's happening with more frequency now, which is a great thing. I'll be I'll be
2: honest it's a rare day that passes that somebody doesn't ask me you know hey who's got guns oh yeah and I'm like guy yeah you got it you just got to get on the their the social media Mm -hmm. you got to follow them they'll all announce it but you know like you just said Jason you guys got 10 guns you know but four or five Mm -hmm. hours later you had no guns you know (laughs) or at least you didn't have any one of those clocks so it's it but it really is still just amazing
3: Hey Jason, are you yeah. seeing the um are you seeing the same kind of shortages and things with accessories like red dot sights and scopes and things oh, like that? Yeah.
5: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. red dots we were completely at the moment we're out of them, but you know, all the Hollow Suns, all the Eotech's aim points, all that stuff. It's uh it's all gone. It's all gone trigicon you know RMRs that kind of thing it's gone
2: those hollowsuns are actually really amazing I, I used to be a big fan of eotech yeah. and i still am they're they're oh, nice okay. but the, yeah, oh yeah. those hollowsuns uh, they're first off they're built like a tank they're really hurt. Her- they uh, you know it's um it's not junk at all and uh mm-hmm. they uh, they solved a lot of problems that that i had with EO their battery life um mm-hmm. I couldn't see right. the totally. reticle real real good real well with the EO but the uh right. holosuns are great and and I I found that out because we were doing a shooting social at your at your range and uh mm-hmm. you know everybody was in their training and, and you have a couple of holosuns on your rental fleet um right. so I just asked to take a look at it and uh they have a the uh they have a solar panel to help charge the battery those are amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, how popular are they? is it? Just me? Am I? Did I just fall in love, or or how popular? No, no. Are you
5: know, it's, it's it's funny. We're in the same boat. We're in the same boat. I uh, I used to be a big aim point snob, um, and you know, when when the hollow kind came came onto the scene, you know, first got real popular a few years ago. Uh, I was kind of like, oh, you know, it's just another knockoff. It looks, you know, it's whatever. And then we started putting them on rental guns, and I was like, well, shoot, it's uh, it's doing the same thing. The other one, you know, it's got the same reticles. It's it's a sharper reticle than say, you know, the Eotech's got the fuzzy yeah. the fuzzy ring thing going on. The, uh HoloSun doesn't have that at all. Uh it's sharper, it's just easier to work with. It's smaller, it's about half the price, and they uh, just, they just do everything that it's supposed to do. It's tough. I don't know how many times somebody's, you know, has dropped one of those rifles with this, you know, with with a Holosun. sun. Sometimes they drop it on the thing itself, on the upside down and they're still running. We got hollow suns that are, you know, wow. three, four years old on these rifles.
2: Well, well it's kind of uh, like, uh, you know, Dave, if, if, you know, like the, the rental fleet, you know, like Avis, mm, you yeah. know, if you yeah. really want to test right. the car, you know, give, give it to
4: Avis. Give do. it to Avis. Well, that's,
2: that, that's kind of, these hollow suns, <laughs> they threw them on their, their rental fleet and their guns and uh, they get wow. beat up left and right. And... Do you have any of those, Joe? Which,
3: uh, any of the which? What we were just talking the about. Hollow <laughs> the hollow suns. No, sons. I don't have one of those. <laughs> Sounds like a good
1: tech session for you.
3: Could be, could be. Maybe somebody yeah, will send up. me one, and I can uh, try it out. I think you should. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Paid. Yeah. By the way, I just that was. Uh, what are we
2: talking we're not, about? We're price not sponsored wise. by them yeah, or no, anything no, no, like yeah. that. It's just uh, I just had a really good experience at the gun range San Diego, and
1: thought I'd yeah. talk a little bit about it. So, what kind of a price range for that? Uh, site?
5: Hollow Sun's range anywhere from about about two hundred, and you know they go up to about three fifty. It just depends which model you want. Okay. Uh, most of most people will end up getting what's called a five ten C. It looks just like an EOTech 512 but uh, it's much much smaller. Um, just really really practical setup. That's, that's that's the way to go. And
3: they are very nice to look through because I have shot those. I just don't they own are. one. But uh,
2: they They're are very, very nice. clean one,
1: one. one. I'm in shock. They're very clear.
2: Yeah, the other cool thing I was thinking about uh, getting one for a shotgun because uh, you know the EOTechs have this the donut the 60 what is it 60 MOA donut with a 2 MOA dot in the center. Right. And the right. hollow suns, you can ju- you can get rid of that little dot in the center and just have a 60 MOA donut, yeah. which are perfect yeah, for home shotgun defense, defense shotgun. Reticle.
5: Yeah, right? I don't know. Is yeah, shotgun reticle, that ring, yeah. That's, yeah. That's a uh, thing.
1: Yeah, well, there you go. That's he doesn't all right. like a donut. Yeah, that thing's real cool. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> like a donut. Especially without the <laughs> dot in the middle. Donuts. Is there anything they can't do? I don't think so. <laughs> I happen uh, to man. like them a lot. All all right, right, you well.
5: mentioned it. Right, yeah, so, making them as fun.
1: Yeah, so you're not? Are you doing classes yet?
5: We are doing. You know, we're still doing the get to know your gun classes. That's and, the other uh, one. Yeah, that's 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 the one we got right now. Yeah. We uh, we are still doing the CCW classes and the and the uh, like the private sessions with uh, Manny Mendoza. Gotcha. But we're still doing all those. Anybody can call us if they'd like to ask about any of those. We're still doing those. Um, are those classes?
1: Are those classes on the website so people can see which classes Manny's teaching?
5: You know, I believe they are, but you, you get more up to date info if you just called us. Uh, Manny Mendoza is an ex SWAT officer. Uh, he's been with the police for over twenty, twenty five years. He knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's oh, doing, yeah. and he's, he's got the, he's got the nuances, you know, just from all that experience. Sure, Uh a so great, great guy. Great at, uh great at his job. Great at what he does. He's yep. a good dude, man. There's uh, just
2: absolutely nothing wrong with Manny. That yeah. guy is solid through and through. I really like him. Yeah, without <laughs> a shadow of a doubt.
5: All right. Yeah, it's good, dude. Uh, well, shoot. Uh, when are you got to bring that Supra by, Dave? Well, you get off the Supra. Like,
1: <laughs> I just got told that the right front tire is flat, and I keep forgetting to pump it up. But now that I'm talking to you no. now, I'll, I'll write it you know, down fine, and remember. Yeah, I'm gonna, I may have to drag it out. I have to drag it out. <laughs> I'll bring her down and let you take a look at it. All right, all right, buddy. So hours are still the same as what we talked about earlier?
5: That's right. Friday, Saturday, it's 10 to 10. Every other day, it's 10 to 7. Okay, gotcha. All right
1: and uh, the range you're still doing what every other uh,
5: lane oh no you know we got we got all lanes open now it's uh, uh, we're doing good now we got full we got a full shebang going up now um, cranking people out, uh, in and out you know just it's almost normal again almost really. uh, just got to require masks and all that stuff but other than that we're doing great
1: all right good deal you got any gun range San Diego masks
5: we do we sure do Got any San Diego brand of masks. Uh, there you go. Small, medium, large. You know, you have a, kid, a kid's size. There you go. I got all your needs. Well, right everybody's here, getting
1: fashionable with masks. I don't know if you've noticed, but everybody's starting to, instead of wearing the oh, surgical, yeah. you know, they all have to have a, uh, like mine oh, says yeah. freedom on it.
5: Yeah, the red, white. Yeah, my, my, my wife's real crafty. I got a periodic table mask right now. <laughs> I'm jazzed. I'm jamming, <laughs> rocking that. Yeah, you go home and there's a big (laughs) hole in the
1: middle of your kitchen table. Yeah. (laughs) All right, buddy. Hey, well, it's good talking to you, and I'm sure we'll
5: talk to you next week. All righty. Thank you, Dave. You have a good one.
1: All right, folks, that's the Gun Range San Diego. The Gun Range San Diego. So we're going to take a quick break. And by the way, don't touch that dial. We still have another full hour of Gun Owners Radio right here on FM 96.1. AM 1170, The Answer.